Hello, everyone, and welcome to 11 Football, the tale of my adventure. My name is Glenn. I'm the referee for this session. Joining me around the horn today, playing Karis. Uh, Aaron, Karis is a human hunter. No, still wrong. A, a hunter who happens to be human. Mm. Still, so first, still first level. Thorgus. Right. Yeah, yeah. Thorgus is uh, glad that he's not a human at this point. <laughs> In a party with a hunter of humans, but um, JP playing Gorgas Runemane, the Dwarven warrior, and Neroth. Neroth, um, Neroth is a uh, human um, cleric, and at first level um, has not yet gotten a spell. So, um, <laughs> as a cleric, he's pretty much just a fighter at this. Point. A a, a um, human cleric of Ezra, the uh, the mm. the main faith in my setting. Um, and I'll tell you something. Her worshippers think there is no one who is better than Ezra. That's one of their main nothing. <laughs> thank you, Darren. Okay, nice. thank you. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yes. That's yeah, it's one of their hymns. There's laugh. no one who's better than Ezra. So, jeez. Uh, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> we were allowed to post in the chat. There would be a video from Better Than Ezra. All right, so when we last left off our group, you guys were still exploring the hole in the oak. Um, Gavin Norman's zany old school uh, adventure. Uh, you had survived the lever room, which um, I posted on uh, I posted on our Facebook about, and uh, people had made some comments. They were interested to see how you guys would handle the lever room. Uh, you, uh, like you went back and found the gold statues lever. and decided, up oh, those are too big to carry out. Let's ignore them. And uh, you guys headed east uh, into the phantom fight room, uh, which is where you are now. Um, so Sir Dieter is, you can see he's, the gears are grinding, right? Oh, I forgot to mention um, Veritan, the elf who is, whose player is dead to us. He's a, shall not be named, Um we're gonna we're gonna scratch his his all record of him off of all the monuments. Um, he's a, he's actually enjoying cake birthday cake with his lovely mother. I know, which it just makes it, it makes me even more resentful, if I'm honest. Um, no cake for you. So so um, so Sir Dieter is 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 deep in thought. Listen, lads. Here's here's what I'm thinking. This specter mentioned that the sword that I'm here looking across the river, the river in question seems to be at the north edge of the area we explore. I'm thinking we should try to go north as soon as we find a, a break in the trail that will take us that direction, don't you think? What, what? There's a hallway that goes north. That's what I'm saying. We need to find a way <laughs> to go north. What did I say? Other than the one there we've is, seen so far. Yeah, there is a way to go north. Well, that takes us back yeah, to the part of the river we've already been at. So um, we could either go back that way and try to see if we can go further down the river, or we could keep going this way and look for a chance to go north, what I think. All right, so the room, okay, the hallway that is in the opposite corner of this room right now, mm -hmm. it looks like it continues east. It eastwardly. does. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the door would go south. Feels like that. that is correct. Um, so say the hallway, JP? Yes. Say what? Did we check 
Did we check the door in the northeast of that big bird, the Hall of Kings? You listened at it and didn't hear anything, but you never opened it. And this room we're in now is below that other big room? Yes. This room is is between the ogre room and the room of levers hallway. I will uh, tell the party. I'll tell the party to wait here, and I'll be back momentarily, and I'll scuttle off. I'm going to go open that northeastern. Okay. So you go back to the... Hall of King by yourself. Any of you? Any of you? Um, old that school. That sounds like a bad idea. Why don't we? Why don't we stay with you? Why don't we stay together? No, the name of the episode is Split the Party. Apparently. Uh, yeah, let's let's go back and if we're <laughs> but that's kind of, door back to that room. That's not necessarily going to get us north either. Well, no, I just mm-hmm. want to see there may be a hallway or a door to the left. You know, you open that, that door, been- and there is a a a hallway headed east just like behind this door at about 30 feet, you see one of those arches. Remember the arch that was like a trap in the South hallway. You see an arch like that um, carved with a tree motif. Uh, roll, roll your intelligence or less on a D 20. I got that. You got it. Um, yeah. So right in the archway, you see um, a dead body laying on the ground. He seems to be dwarven in proportions to you. It looks like a, a fellow um, dwarf laying in that doorway, and beyond you can make out um, there seems to be like roots or, or, or some kind of um, something festooning the walls beyond the archway. The archway is on one of the walls. It's not going into that hallway. Correct? It's across the whole hallway, right? So you open that door, you see a hallway, right here there's a body, and there's an arch that's like part of the hallway, right? Which side of the uh, arch is the, uh, is the body on? It's Our side or the other? It's mostly on the other side, but like his feet are sticking across the actual archway. Mm-hmm. And then the hallway keeps going for quite a ways beyond the, beyond the distance of your dark vision. But you can just pass uh, the arch, you can just make out like roots or... Maybe we file this away for future reference and go back to the room we were that's in. That's what I'm thinking. Take the eastern hall. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. All right. I'll make Glenn move the piece. You're, you're back in room 38. Thanks, monkey. All right. So now you've got uh, this hallway that goes um, east out of this room, and you've got this door in this checked out. Gorgas heads east. Okay. Yeah, let's keep taking that. Maybe that's going to get us somewhere. Because there were no doors leading out of the ogre room, right? There were no doors leading out of the ogre room. That is correct. You go about uh, 40 feet down this hallway, and there's kind of a door over here. And then just up ahead, you can see the hallway ends in a different door. The door that you just put on there is heading south. Your uh, your contractor's sense of direction is flawless. And that door is continuing. Um, I will listen, stop and listen at that first door. <clears throat> and I do not hear anything. I will maybe ask Karis to listen as he walks by, and I will head towards the door at the end. Oh, of the forget hall. that! Veritan pushes his way to the front. Veritan pushes his way to the front. Says, "There's nothing to hear behind this door. I'm sure of it. I've never been more sure of anything in my whole life." <laughs> I'll go ahead and uh, check the east door. Oh, and, uh, I'm like, it what? I'm sorry, hold on just a second. Let me check something. There's a big difference between room 32 and room 50. Okay, uh, so what'd you say, JP? I'm going to go to the 
each door and check it. If it's unlocked, I'm going to go ahead and open it. Okay. You're going to listen first? Um, I do, too. Oh, so you succeeded in listening at the east door? You hear voices. You hear um, sort of, uh, sort of, we represent the lollipop kids kind of voices. Um, speak. I speak gnomish You speak gnomish? Goblin and kobold, yes. You speak gnomish, you lying dog. Why would you <laughs> lie to me, your own DM? <laughs> they are speaking in gnomish. Uh, score, JP. Nice. Unless I mispronounced it, it was gnomish. It could be a different language. Didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> I certainly did not. Neither did Gavin Norman, who wrote this adventure. Ah, um... Personally, I just think Carolyn is is kind of playing hard to get. That's where a woman like acts like she's not interested in you, just you know, to to kind of string you along a little bit. So, but I don't want to seem too eager. That's the thing. If you seem too eager, you're a chump. So she's playing hard to get. I'm playing not really trying to get. So. It could be a while before anything develops. This is the conversation you hear as you listen at the door. Is there a conversation or just one person, one of them talking? <laughs> uh, no, it is a conversation. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't know, man. That sounds pretty messed up. I think, you know, you need to realize your own worth. And, it, you know, if, if somebody doesn't realize your worth, then, you know, they're not the one for you. And then I chime in in my best gnomish accent, especially that Caroline... Carolyn, she's 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 been known to string others along. <laughs> okay, um, and then and then I'll go ahead and slowly open the. Okay, <laughs> see that either did you? <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves for, for amongst yourselves, amongst yourselves. We gotta get sure well, on Saturdays. We play D and D. I like that. Yeah, that Caroline sounds like she's a real tart. She is. She's just pain in the ass. Jason, what kind of dog you have? Uh, an attention hound. <laughs> Don't you have like it's four like dogs a... and six cats? I do. I do. This is uh, <laughs> was it? What's it, what was the name of the guy who was the uh, the the tiger tiger guy? Oh um, yeah, um, tiger tiger king. Tiger king. Oh. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> that's how I feel. They just show up, and they really oh, have to have attention. They really have to have attention. I mean, I can't sit for an hour. This is hard without, you know, one of them that's very vocal. She's like, pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. She's probably scared of the chair, though. No, 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 no. no Go just, get the chastity yeah. chair. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not lying. That chair, is, the back is straight up. There's nothing comfortable. Um, you know, he's running, for, he's running for president from prison. Did you guys know that? Who? The Tiger King is Jason's running for dog. president from prison. Oh, is he? oh yeah. He's got a website where you can, you know, find out his his platform. On I didn't everything. think you could run for prison if you were convicted of a felony. Uh, Apparently, there's some vagueness to that. Oh, it's really? One of those things that that we all thought as Americans, why would we ever do that? So we never thought it was really totally necessary to put it into law because that'd be <laughs> stupid. So it's not right. there. Yeah, and he wouldn't be the first to run for, for office from a prison. Plus... Anyway, our our fantasy life is getting intruded upon. Come on, mister. 
Yeah. <laughs> Plus, uh, everybody knows he's innocent. So, you know, there's that to keep in mind. Those darn PETA people. All right. So, All right, okay. the door opens and a, and a dwarf uh, sticks his head through. And uh, what you see here, um, yes, yes, yes. And all right. So, whoops, what have I done? Oh, nothing. The door is just a hallway leads out of this. Okay. There are three gnomes in this room, and there Ooh, okay. is a bunch. Goodies in the corner. Say what? And goodies in the corner. Yay. Yes. And there are goodies all over the room. Uh, what you see is like uh, woven baskets, like the big ones that you carry on your head. Um, some nets. And uh, the smell of fish is pretty strong mm. in this room. And hey, all, we need these. All, three, uh, all three gnomes turn to you at once and go, you speak gnomish. I, I do. In my dwarven accent. Huh. That's pretty rare to find a, a a dwarf that speaks our language down here. What brings you and your many companions uh, to the um to the wield of Basra the Imperishable? They've uh, all, we so were... so you notice as you're about to answer, they have like um you know knives for for cleaning the fish and stuff, and they're like keeping their knives handy, and they're all like standing up from their little benches in case they have to fight. Uh, we. We have we have something dwarven gnomish accent. We have we have something we'd like to uh, uh, make imperishable. Ah! They look they look and at I, each other. <laughs> and I pull they, out my uh, I pull out that crystal dagger I got a while back. I warn you, if you plan, if you mean not, violence, not like we, have like, we have many friends. We have many friends close this. by. Okay, but. <laughs> They're like, we have many friends close by. Beware, adventurer. Oh, we are all friends here. Oh, why don't you come into the light where we can see you a little better? Who else comes into the room? Just follow in order that we're walking there. Okay, all right. See if we can uh, talk to a gnomish Jason, see if we can, or JP, to see if we can uh, get them to give us any clue about how to get to the river and be uh, finding the sword. Do we know the name of the river? You have not heard anybody give it a name. Ah, so you brought this uh, rare crystalline dagger. Hmm? Our, uh, the leader of our, of our gnomish community is a powerful wizard. Perhaps she can, uh, perhaps you should show it to her. And they all, they all nod vigorously. Yes, why don't you come with us to our, to our leader? Your leader's name is? Uh, name is Grib, Gribble. Grim and Gribble um, are the leader and priestess of our community. Gribble is yeah, the yeah. Gribble is the lady, and she is our high priestess. And Grim is the uh, is sort of the elder of our people. Where whereabouts are your leaders located? Are they mm-hmm. to the north, perchance? No, no. Um, oh, there's also a pa- there's also a passageway that goes south from. Uh, so there's a passageway over here, and there's a passageway back here. They indicate this direction, and they're like, um, no, our community is uh, is to the south, not not far, within shouting distance. He says meaningfully. <laughs> again, meaningfully. again, I mean you no harm. Uh, roll, your, uh, roll your charisma or less on a 20-sided die. Six. I got it. Uh, they seem to relax a little bit. I mean, they still are obviously outnumbered. 
um, you know, and dungeons are dangerous. But uh, the fact that you speak gnomish has obviously made a huge impression on um, I will, uh I will kind of sidestep the going to the leader thing and explain mm-hmm. that, that we're looking for a passage north need to cross the river. Oh, um, that's no problem at all. He points to the north passageway. Um, this, uh, this passage leads, uh, leads directly to the river from here. Um, and, uh, one of the others speaks up and is like, you have to be careful though. There is a uh, clutch of giant lizard, uh, giant like gecko things, um, down a side passage. And, uh, she picks up a, um, Bugs Bunny bug sprayer type thing. Remember this? Right? It's got yeah. the cylinder and then it's got the... Yeah. She she picks one of those up and hands it to uh, Thorgus. And she's like, this will drive them off. Just leave it by the river when you get there and we'll come fetch it later. So they're not... They're directing us north. Not where we've come for, but this new... There's a, there's a passage that leads north out of this room and they're saying right. it goes back to the river. You just have to get past the giant lizard with your giant lizard repellent. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask him. They said there was a clutch of lizards, lizard folk. I'll ask him in the gnomish mm-hmm. world, how many is a clutch? <laughs> um. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, uh, More than we'd like to screw with, I'm guessing. No, no, no. I have to. I have to do this now. Uh, Gavin included a table. With names for gnomes, gnome names. Okay. These guys are named Dreblum, Femir, and Saglo. Um, Orgus does that sometimes. And uh, they each have they each have uh, noticeable hats, right? Like some have the traditional gnome hat. Some have a little bowler. Uh, some have like a big ten gallon cowboy hat or whatever. Um, so the one, the the second one that was talking, the one that handed you the um, the the lizard repellent, lifts up his hat and he's got a little flask of whiskey under there, and he pulls it out and he takes the cap off and he takes a drink and he hands you know wants to hand it to you. He's like, here, let's toast to your to your good luck. Take it, take a drink. Okay, yeah, I mean it's just strong whiskey. Uh, he takes it back. Um, to answer your question, uh, plenty, plenty. Um, the definition but, of plenty. Say what? The definition of plenty. I don't know, JP. We never counted them. <laughs> um, they don't hold very still for counting. There's at least four. There's at least four of these of these giant lizards. Um, and if one of them comes out of that side passage, just spray him right in the snoot with that spray and take off. Take off a running snoot spray. Got it. I uh, tell them thank you, and that when we return, that I shall go see their leader with the dagger. I like your lizards. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So they 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 wish you well. They um, they say the traditional gnomish uh, blessing. You know, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. Uh, And you guys head north down the passageway. Yep, and as we go, Thorgus starts skipping a little bit and starts singing, we're off to see the lizards. <laughs> I got to tell you guys, uh, for, all, for all of our friends, uh, all, all, for our fan watching on YouTube, 
The combination of you speaking gnomish and rolling that well on your charisma check, that was clutch. You have no idea how much that <laughs> turned. That whole encounter could have gone a totally different direction. Believe me. All right. I didn't know he was. You did not know Thorgus was a trilingual contractor. <laughs> I know. That's the last thing I would have expected. You go north uh, 60 feet and you see a side passage. Darren, roll us a D6. Two. Um, yeah. So you you uh, you reach the side passage, and sure enough, Thorgus, are you in front? I am. Newt spray at the ready. Nayroth in the back. Okay. The he- the healer of the party. Right, right, right. And sure enough, the sound of your approach brings this guy uh, out wanting to look at you. It all Get comes down. Say what? Get him, bugs. This all comes down to this initiative roll, JP. I'm doing it. Yes. You want to win initiative against my two, my gentleman's two. Oh, a four. Excellent. All right. So this thing comes, comes shuffling out. And something the gnomes didn't tell you that you noticed right away is um, he's kind of got these, what? he's kind of got these hypnotic looking eyes, right? Ooh. And as soon as he comes out, he locks his purple swirly eyes with you and you almost like start to fall into them and and then you're like, and as soon as that stuff hits his snoot, he goes scampering back down his little hallway. And we, it's like the uh, snake in Jungle Book. (laughs) And we speed Uh, off. Each of you, uh, each of you uh, gets 100 experience points, 50 for bypassing the gnomes and 50 for bypassing the lizards. Awesome. Um, a couple of things. I need to ask for a torch longevity check. Oh, uh, it's been about three turns. About three turns. And then one other th- thing is that I'm thinking about this, and um, Nayroth, when he seems to attack, he's, he's using a sling. It right? seems like a two-hole... Two-handed operation, you know, to load a pebble into a sling, don't you think? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I probably shouldn't be carrying the torch, because otherwise I'm setting a torch down. Well, everybody we, is for a while. Everybody is two-handed. Oh, because, well, didn't we give it to Dieter with his shield? Wasn't that that's true, that's true. All right, so yeah, you, you, suggest, you suggest Dieter carry the torch, and he he takes it from Awesome. Um, also, Neroth, uh, you hear a voice from your backpack Nice. It's been a minute. You know, you're wasting time searching for this sore. You need to be looking for stairs. Down. <laughs> Do we now? Okay. <laughs> and maybe I whisper. I whisper back. Um, it in time. My patience is not without limits. And you're not without appendages. Oh wait, this part. <laughs> you can't Doesn't hear it. him. So. So Nayroth chimes in. Um, I, I might offer a suggestion that um, perhaps, perhaps um, we should, this is going to come out of the blue. Perhaps we should be looking for some stairs. And y'all are going to be like, what? <laughs> stairs, stairs uh, down into the river or up over the river? I'll, um, I'll let you know. <laughs> well, that doesn't seem suspicious at all. And like, I know. But remember, Neroth is looking uh, more intelligent and charismatic to you guys. <laughs> remember that. 
Right, 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 right. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never, yeah. never forget the advantages of the evil lich voice. It's been a dry spell, but not, you know. Yeah, Nareth feels compelled that um, that there may be something of interest at the bottom of some of stairs. Well, we it's not like we've blown past these stairs so far, so we can keep an eye out. Yeah, just tuck that tuck that away. In here, in here. As you guys um, come down the hallway, it opens up into a natural cavern, and um, as soon as you get past those lizards, you start hearing the familiar sound of the river. Um, you come down to this sort of beach um, area. Natural cavern, eight feet high, slick with mist, cold, fast-running river, sandy bay with lots of tiny little humanoid footprints. Um, this is the where they come fishing. And then there are uh, fishing nets that are, like, stretched across the river. They've set up this whole thing where you let them out and pull them in. And uh, they're currently out and have little, um, you know, some fish caught in them. Speaking of which, have we eaten in a while? No, you guys are starving. But, you know, apparently adventurers only eat once a day. So maybe you guys have been have been snacking on um, uh, trail rations, you know. Um, for morale. So, basically, if you look over here, if you look to the north, uh, if you look to the east, um, there's a hall. There's a hallway down at the end, at the other end of the beach. Okay, there's a lot. <laughs> if you look east, right, you go down to you go down to this part of the beach, and there's a hallway that goes back further east, back into the dungeon. Right? There's nothing straight across from you except cave wall. But if you look to the left, upstream. You see a bridge just about 15 feet from the edge of the beach here. You see a bridge that crosses the river from south to the south. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does. It makes our decision. Uh, Argus, why don't you cross over the uh, Forbidden Bridge? Well, <laughs> someone would have to swim, uh, you know, swim over there somehow. I mean, there's there's 15 feet of fast-rushing Water between us oh, and the bridge. Oh, the bridge is on the other side. Of, the bridge is on the other side of the river. The bridge crosses the river further up from where your beach is. Right. So picture, basically, the river. The river goes into a tunnel up. Here, right. You see what I'm saying? Or it comes out of a tunnel up here. Mm-hmm. And further up that tunnel, you see a bridge that goes across. But to get to mm-hmm. it, like you'd have to swim up river about 15 to get to where it is. Why would mm-hmm. someone put a bridge? In the river. Well, no, you take a boat to it from the other no, side. Okay. Maybe I'm not describing it well. It's just upstream, but you're able yeah. to see it through the tunnel. Yeah. It crosses, it crosses. There are two openings further up the tunnel. You see what I'm saying? So oh. further up the tunnel, there's a bridge from an opening on the south to an opening on the north. Oh, that we made. Like there maybe is a trail to it, you know, maybe upstream right. from the dungeon. Yeah. All right. All right. Look. You're here on the beach. We're at 48. Up here is a is a bridge that crosses. See what I'm saying? Yeah. This is where the lizards were. This is where the halflings were. There's a bridge up here from another room to another room elsewhere in the dungeon. Right. Does, does, does it make sense <clears throat> now? Yes. Yeah, so we missed... We missed uh, you missed a chance to go north. Uh, yes, you certainly did. Can... Can I do a dwarven something roll to see if I might be able to think about where that might have been and we go back to it? Well, the only place it could have been is 
the hallway with the dead dwarf and the roots, right? right. That mm. was north of where you right, guys yeah. were. Okay. So eventually that okay, hallway so, must turn north and cross so, the river up there, further upstream. All right, so I'll present that to the party and say, do we want to go back through the hallway or do we want to try to forge this? What else can we see here? What else can we see here going to the other direction? Which other direction? What? To the bottom of the street, and they where all of the so the, the river the river goes basically into another tunnel down here, right? Um, but at the end of the beach, there's another hallway that goes east from here. Does that make so sense? Do we want to go back? Do we want to go back to the dead dwarf passageway, or do we want to try to get through? The- oh, so if we went through the you water, know. could we we pop up on the bank on the other side and and head north again? If we simply cross the river, well, but but there's, it's just like a cave wall directly right. across yeah, from where you guys. Are. There's no there's beach over here. Is there anything to tie a rope off on where we're at, where we're currently standing? Sure. Okay. Dorgas proceeds to take his backpack off and pull the rope out. And as you're doing that, tie- as you're doing that, uh, Jason, mark off another turn. Um, the camera shows a little, a little head. Oh poking out of that hallway at the end and it I will tell like this little head pokes out and it sees you and it kind of it kind of scrunches its face a little bit like rubs at its eyes and it turns around and goes back up the hallway I will tell Karen You didn't see it the, it was just it was oh, just okay. for the it was just for the for the audience Okay um so I will take the rope out I'll tie it off on something I'll let it out about 20 feet where mm-hmm. where I can see the end kind of stop just past where we need to get back on land and I proceed to uh, grab hold of the rope, kind of let myself go. Is the is the river flowing that direction? No, it's flowing the it's it's flowing from the bridge. Oh, the opposite way. Yeah. Well, then yeah. disregard all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have to edit the last forty five seconds out. You would have to like throw a grappling hook to the bridge and then pull yourself upstream. Does anybody have a grappling hook? I don't. You lying dog, a grappling hook. And rope, oh. JP. So you prepared for everything, man. You're. I'm a contractor. I have things of weird, you know. The name of this episode is going to be Thorgus. Is your back hurting because you are carrying this whole campaign uh, all by yourself? So uh, Thorgus will do that. Uh, take four. You can do Take four away from your strength, and then you want to roll that or less on a d20. I didn't think dwarves could swim. I missed that twenty. Okay, so you throw you throw the rope and it doesn't even it doesn't even reach the bridge, let alone grabbing hold. You, so you have blown two. We have blown two nat twenties today. Rare <laughs> situation where that's bad. Try it again. Try it again with a three. Okay. How's it? Okay. Nothing. Nothing comes creeping along while you do that. So the second time you got a three. Yes. All right. Now, so now there's a now there's a grappling hook on the bridge, like on the on the handrail right of the bridge. And the rope is trailing back to where you guys are. Now, what do you do? I will tug on it, like, and ask two others to help me tug on it to make sure it's secure. It's very secure. And I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start into the water. Are we? Are we sure this is a less risky way than just going back? We probably don't, but no one offered. You ask as he's pulling himself into the water. Before, before, before you go into the rushing water, we lose you. No, the the water's down here. The ropes, we're going to go up. Uh, No, no, the rope is kind of trailing in the water. 
Oh, do you want to try to like pull it so tight that it's up out of the water? That's what I'd like to do a little bit. You know, and you have, do, the reverse, do you have spikes you the, in that or, or pittons in that list of? I have iron spikes. You piece of dirt. All right. All right. You. I don't want to. I don't want to split the party, but Naroth is wearing plate. Right. He's probably yeah. not that excited about pulling himself up a, so, a, a roaring river. Well, that's so I mean, right? I untie the rope, mm-hmm. shake it a little bit to get the grappling hook to come loose. Oh, that grappling hook like ain't coming loose. Okay. It ain't coming so loose, I'll, dog. So I just I just let the rope dangle in the water, and I huffingly put my backpack on. <laughs> Back to the dead dwarf. I mean. I start. Once, uh, this is this is Sir Dieter talking to you, uh, Nero. It's like, once he's on the bridge, you know, we could tie the rope around ourselves, and he could Pull us. I mean, it's not that far if you think about it. You know, it's just Does like fifteen have... feet up upstream. Orgus just... is already making his way down the hallway. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm up for it. I just was trying to figure out the simplest way to do this. I'm, there's I'm one. There's one okay. other thing you lads haven't considered. We could go all the way back to where we were on the river before and see if we could get Take down to to the. Yeah, so we could use the boat and see if we could get down to this bridge somehow. But the bir- the boat was only good for, like, two of us at a time, right? Yes, well, there is that. Quite a logistical problem. Orgus is gone. Aeroth <laughs> <laughs> right. says, hey, what do you say we uh, we, we start shimming up that rope? <laughs> no, Thorgus has already left. You, you, I mean, are you guys going to go after him or not? Rope? His rope is attached to a grappling hook. He's going to have to get that off the bridge. He no left way. it. Yeah, I know. Why can't I go up the rope now? He's running him out of the room. <laughs> you said you were in plate mail and didn't want to go up the rope. That, this is I, can, I, I can give it a try. I'm not in plate mail. Okay. Oh are you guys literally splitting the party or are you going to call the dwarf no, and tell no. him to come back? JP, come back. Come back. Oh, I'm, I'm gone. JP. Thorgus is gone. JP. Thorgus is gone. Thorgus is gone. I can't, I can't run two different locations at once. Either JP has to come back or you guys got to go. Better hurt his brain. What'd you say? What do you think, JP? You want to go, you want to go to the dead dwarf and see if we can fight through that way? Yeah, actually. I, yeah, Nairoth would like to do. <laughs> All right. I, I do Let's not go. approve of bullying on the 11 foot pole podcast. Uh, so you get back to the gnome room, right? And they're like, oh, that was fast. Um, I guess we, I mean, you said you wanted to reach the river. Um, well, Thorgus is walking through way ahead of the rest of the party. and just Yeah, yeah. When, grunts, when, they, when they see grunt. you, they're like, oh, that was yeah. fast. I just grunt, kind of huff, and look at them and walk on through the room. Oh, well, may the road rise maybe to meet you. Maybe they know a shortcut. <laughs> maybe they know, maybe we weren't specific enough. We're looking for a lost friend with his sword. JP's he trying to get his character killed is, is what's happening here. Just the thing is, is, the rest of us don't speak gnomish. So. Yeah, I, I it was getting that. Uh, All right. So so he goes through the through the gnome room. The rest of you guys come running through. The gnomes, like, give you a, 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 a sort of awkward wave. You, you give mm-hmm. them an awkward wave. Shaking my head. Mark off another turn on the torch. And right, JP, right. roll a um, D6 for me. Three. Okay. Um, Nairoth yells out to Sir Dieter, Sir Dieter, be a good sport and, uh, and, and, and light us another torch. 
Oh, I don't think I have any torches. Uh, I was counting on you lads to bring those. Mm. I've got, I've got, I've got three. You got three? Mm-hmm. I've got, I've got four. So I'll pass him a torch. You guys catch up with Thorgus around the figment room, and you notice as you're as you're stomping through Thorgus, um, just the slightest hint of um, the outline of the the lizard man champion and the warrior are like starting to appear again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this, like just the slightest gotcha. outline of them. You can hear the sound of battle again, and it looks like they're starting to replay the, the whole battle all over again. You guys make it back into room 22. The statues are still solid gold. And then you guys go north and find yourselves looking down hall 26. All right, JP. All right. Now yells up to Thorgus. Well, you didn't have to get all huffy about it. <laughs> he just huffs back. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Sir Dieter is saying under his breath to Veritan, dwarves can be very touchy. <laughs> Rather volatile, still. If it gets us where we're going, I suppose it'll all be worth it. I mean, he did make friends with those gnome fishermen. Now, um, what are you going to do about this uh, dwarf corpse situation? That's on the other side of the arch. It's right in the arch. I'm going to attempt to detect room traps. Okay. There are no room traps. That's a two. Okay. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Um. You take a look at the at the arch. So, so this is the the second of these arches that you've seen in this dungeon. They each are are um, decorated with a different sort of design. Um, that first one was a trap, but you don't think this one is. You think like this is a a feature of the architecture of this dungeon, and that mm-hmm. that one to the south just so happened to be a trap. But it doesn't look to you like this one would be. So this this dwarven body decomposing is it's it been there a while is it newly perished? Um, you get a little bit closer and take a look. Um, he's kind of laying on his side, and it says here he has a ginger beard to his knee. So Karis has a red beard, Thorgus has a red beard, and this dead guy has a red. The difference. Shave shave your beards. <laughs> the difference between him and um. And you is his beard has a um, vine, like a black vine wrapped around his neck. Um, And his face has this kind of a purplish um, bruised look to it. Some sort of strangle vine. Yeah. And as you look around, you can see um, the um, what you took for roots at first. Now that you're closer, the walls are like covered in this weird black underground ivy. Roll your uh, intelligence or less on a d20 there, Thorgus. I got it. Four. You as a dwarf have heard of this stuff. Um, and it will. Um, yeah, it like lashes out and it's basically like assassin vine. Right. It lashes out and tries to wrap around your throat and strangle you so that you can decompose. And what's the word I'm looking for? Die, decompose. Fertilize, fertilize. It's yeah. yeah. Fertilize. It's it's growth. So the dwarf is gone, right? It's oh, he's gone. dead. If that's what you mean. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to ask Sir Dieter to pass the torch up or bring the torch up to me. Mm-hmm. Or actually, I'm going to have him do it. Yeah. 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 He has longer arms and I'm going to have him reach out. It's, can he reach near vine and like. Mm-hmm. 
set it on fire. He does. He reaches out and and he holds the vine underneath, or he holds the torch underneath the closest edge of this sort of viney growth, and um, it like doesn't want to catch. It's like it hardly seems hurt by the fire at all. It's almost as if Gavin wrote, "Not damaged by fire," <laughs> like just unharmed by fire. Ooh. Uh, can I reach the vine that's uh, wrapped around the dwarf's neck? Can I reach like the base of it or uh, if part you of it? pull the dwarf a little bit towards you, you could. Okay, uh-huh. I'll start pulling the dwarf. Is there any right. resistance? No, any not resistance? really. Okay, and I'm going to take out my dagger and start slicing the vine. Okay, um, nothing in particular happens. You cut through the vine, it's got like little thorns on it. Is okay. the dwarf? Decomposing? He's just starting to, yeah. He's only been dead maybe a day and a half. He's dead. Okay, first things first. Does he have anything? Would I notice any dwarven uh, implements uh, or weapon gear that I might... You check him over. He's got scratched leather armor. Uh, His belt pouch has 20 gold and 42 silver. And he has a note in his pocket. It is scribbled and says... The river ghouls could be tricked out of their treasure, question mark. So more like, could the river ghouls be tricked out of their treasure? And I hand the note to Karis. And I ask Sir Dieter, no, I ask uh, Nayroth to help Mm -hmm. me, help me lift the dwarf. Okay. And we're going, and we're going to one, two, three, throw it as far as we can down the hallway towards the bond. Okay. Um, Yeah. So you toss him, you know, into the into the area of the vines and and four different um, sort of vine tentacles, right? Like lash out and grab him around the arms. Another one grabs him around the neck. One grabs him around the ankle, and they're kind of like tugging at him, kind of like in all directions at once. I mean, he hits the ground, but like they're they're like pulling on. I will um, slowly, like inch by inch, start stepping in through the little passageway in towards that area. It works. Dagger drunk. It works. Dagger drunk. So you're able to use the distraction of it being um, busy attacking his body. If you guys hustle through, you guys can get past the vine, the vine horror and down the hallway. Uh, Hustle, hustle, hustle. Everybody gets another 20 experience points. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thorgus's back is hurting a little. (laughs) Thank you. Come on. <laughs> All right. So you guys go another 30 feet and you come to um, one of these. You can keep going straight. Uh, it looks like in another 40 or 50 feet, it, it opens up into some kind of room. But to the left, there's a hallway that goes north that um, features stairs going up. Ooh, uh, maybe the bridge. Um, you hear a faint sound of water. You do not out of the North Passage. Thor- Thorgus, roll your, uh, and uh, Karis. Either one of you guys roll your intelligence or less on a d20. Oh, no, nat 20. Five. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> so, um, so what wh- what happens here is is a hilarious uh, argument between Thorgus and Karis. Okay. Thorgus knows his way around underground. He's been counting his steps and he's pretty sure that this hallway should line up with the bridge, the hallway that goes north. 
Karis has also been counting his steps, and he's sure that you need to go further east before you would line up with the bridge. You guys have not gone far enough, and going north can't be, it's too early to go north. This can't be it. Um, so a, a, a Three Stooges nyeh, 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 fight breaks out between you guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you block him, and then, you know. He holds out his hand. He goes, hit that. You hit it. And his hand comes around and hits you on the head. Um, but um, Sir Dieter is is going to try to step in and resolve this. And he says, um, listen, um, uh, Thorgus, normally I would, uh, I would trust the head of a dwarf not to get lost underground before anyone. But uh, let's be honest, it feels like you kind of lost your cool a little bit back there. I think it's Karis's turn to kind of, um, you know, uh, let, let's take Karis's side this time and uh, see how things turn out. I say we keep going east. Well, well I'll be honest, that, that gnomish whiskey hit me really hard. <laughs> Oh, it's got a kick to it, eh? I should have, I should have tried uh, some. A, a kick, a kick, and a bite. Mmm, mmm. Uh, let's go down to area twenty-seven. So you guys continue down the hallway, right? Um, and up ahead, you see these black vines along the wall, right? Mm. But um, uh, Thorgus, you're in the front. You take one look at the. Um, so this is like fool's ivy. Right, you've heard of this. This is like this isn't the stuff that chokes you. You can tell right away because it's got three leaves in a cluster instead of four leaves in a cluster. Right, but you do see something you don't expect. To, um, dangling in the ivy are these black fruits. They're about. They look like tomatoes that have been spray painted a glossy. And there's maybe a dozen of them from the ceiling and the walls and stuff as you guys reach area 27. And then up ahead of you, you see this opens up into a room and you can kind of, uh, you kind of smell this kind of earthy, uh, almost like a greenhouse kind of smell uh, coming from that room up ahead. Um, mm. What do you guys do in this area with the, with the black? There's a room with a greenhouse ahead. There's a room up ahead that kind of gives off this kind of smell. Uh, and there's some dim light uh, coming yeah. from there, but here the what? Well, the gnomes mentioned a wizard. Yes, they said that they said the leader of their of their group was a wizard. That's right. Yeah, that's way out adjacent to their area, right? That's that's we're quite a ways from there right now. It's a different we? direction, yeah. And mm -hmm. Thorgus, Thorgus reminds everyone of the of the movie with the evil witchy lady that turned an apple, like made it a black apple, and gave it to mm -hmm. somebody to eat. Uh, you mean the uh, you mean the puppet show, right? You mean the um, the play where mm -hmm. that happens? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The children, the campfire story, the campfire story. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, he will recommend not eating, and he will slowly. We're, we're, we're slowly thinking of eating the fruit. Veritan, well, you guys look over and you notice Veritan is 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 looking speculatively at these fruit. He's like, you know, I mean. How often do you get the chance to try? I mean, we could at least cut one open and, you know, take a look. We know Nairoth is hearing voices, so who knows what they're telling you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You hear a voice from your backpack. Why don't you try the black fruit? What's the worst that could happen? 
Orgus will continue on through. Yeah. Go to push Ed towards the lighted room. <laughs> All right. You guys, uh, you guys go another 30 feet and uh, you come into this large stone block room with, uh, with rich soil on the ground, plants in, in these mounds of earth coming down from the ceiling all along the walls, um, all these different sort of uh, mushrooms and vines and, and crazy underground um, like ferns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we'll find out what happens next time on 11 foot pole. Join us in two weeks back here. Unless you're uh, checking us out on YouTube, give us a like, give us a comment, give us a subscribe uh, if you are. And uh, we will have new episodes for you guys on YouTube next week. Catch us back here. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us guys. Bye.